0: Hey everybody, this is Karen Nicole, your AZ Power Girl. You are listening to Comics for Fun and Profit with Kyle and Drew. You can follow me online at AZ Power Girl everywhere. And please support my new crowdfunding campaign for my new creator owned comic book, Fire Bitch, on Indiegogo.
1: Thank you for listening to Comics for Fun and Profit. This is Drew with your sneak peek at next week, episode number 554. For are comics originally releasing February the 26th, 2020. But before, Drew, and I get into what's coming up in your local comic book shops this coming Wednesday. Drew, what do we got in the world of comics? Well,
0: we got all kinds of stuff going on. Our friend Jason is at um, the Amazing Hawaii Comic Con right now. And uh, he sent us a bumper, which is what you heard before the the show started. And we want to thank thank him for that. He'll have um, in the coming weeks. He'll have some interviews from at the con. I believe he just told me tonight that uh, he is getting a little Donnie Kate's interview together. Hey. So so that's another one. He, he has a whole uh, bunch of a whole slate of interviews and. Um, that he's going to do for us, and uh, we appreciate that very much. He's our little roving reporter, uh, Hawaiian roving reporter, and we appreciate his work out there. So thank you for that. Um, Big, big news in uh, comics dumb. Didio, Dan Didio, uh, has stepped down slash been canned from D.C., um, and according to uh, one of our inside sources, I can't tell you who it is, but it rhymes with bowabunga. Uh, the the change se- comes seemingly s- suddenly. According to participating real ta- real retailers, Didio was posting to a retailer-only Facebook forum on behalf of DC as late as Friday morning. Newsarama has also heard from freelance creators who report having worked with Didio on DC Projects Friday morning. So that's this morning. Uh, Didio was also just recently announced to appear at next weekend's C2E2 for several panels, including a Meet the DC Publishers panel with his colleague um, and co-publisher Jim Lee. So no no news on whether Jim Lee is on to follow him out the door or if it's just Didio. And all... Jim Lee
1: is currently the sole publisher at DC, so yeah, better stick
0: around. Yeah. Um, so um, people have been angry with DC Lately, um, a lot of people have been upset with D- DC, uh, and Didio has been taking the forefront of the 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 complaints over Jim Lee, over uh, Jeff Johns, over Bob Harris, the editor. Um, so it's all been kind of funneled onto Didio. I don't know how much he was responsible for it, but he he's gonna he took the the blame and the axe um, for the so-called. Uh, DC missteps. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, I I guess if you, you know, the the less than lackluster birds of prey or less than blockbuster birds of prey um, box office, not really sure what they expected in February, but um, I guess it wasn't, it was below what they expected. That didn't help. Um, uh, There's been a lot of stuff about scuttlebutt about this 5G, Uh, relaunch that's coming up and what they're doing to shuttle characters, establish characters for new versions is what what I'm being told and that's not being well received Um, I don't know if like the long delays and what seemed like uh, schedules not being kept and uh, stories not being What they should, what people thought they should be. I mean, I think maybe all you roll all that stuff in, and maybe that's why. Um, What What else was the the problem with with Didio and DC that you were hearing, Kyle?
1: They said he's, you know, he's part of the big uh, the move into the WalMarts and the Targets that they consider such a success that those comics then rolled into comics and uh, uh, Let's see, they talked about as soon as he came on, he was part of the the New Fifty Two. Which uh, changed a lot of continuity on things. Yeah. Which was subsequently, while it was hot at first, it fizzled quite a bit. And then with the, uh, the 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 doing of Rebirth, reintroduced a lot of things taken out by that. And there was a talk that the next DC thing would reintroduce a lot more things, even, even to that.
0: So he was the architect of the New 52? Yes. Which we was amazing and brought us back into comics really yeah.
1: as a publisher did was one of the main figures behind dc's 2011 line-wide relaunch new 52 which saw the company provide a contemporary makeover to its entire superhero back category initially a sales success both sales and buzz faded to the point where 2016's subsequent line-wide relaunch under the banner of dc universe rebirth restored many elements dropped in the initial reboot but i, I
0: mean the the new 52 launch itself was well done. Uh-huh. A success.
1: Uh, yeah, I liked it. A resounding for success. For me, the, not having, you know, the ob- yes. obnoxious amount of backstory, uh, and, it worked well for me.
0: And then, you know, 25-30 issues in to the relaunch, uh, creators and editors lost their way and perhaps he didn't have a, his finger on the pulse of that to keep it Going, but yeah, it got boring. Those storylines got boring, Um and but uh, yeah, I I'm not sure what he could have done. But maybe he should have been paying closer attention. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So he's in. Char- is he in charge of of TV and um movies too, or was it just comics?
1: Uh.
0: He's just a publisher of the comics, right?
1: Yes. Champion, not the company as a whole, but specifically the comic book division. Just the comic book division.
0: So, yeah. So, I mean, as New 52 waned, he should have he should have tried to do something to keep it interesting. Yeah. Instead of just letting it languish and sputter until Rebirth. Which wasn't, I don't think, as successful as New 52 in my estimation. Mm. Um so, he's out. Uh, question is, is he the only one out? And who is coming in? And what what's their vision? You only need uh,
1: one fall guy, and Jim Lee is uh, held in way more high regard. So, just let's replace Didio. Let's come up with another good idea, and let's see if we can write this ship. Well, if, if Didio was the
0: co-publisher and... With Jim Lee, then I guess Jim Lee can just be the publisher, right? Yes. They don't even have sure. to hire somebody, do they? Correct. They just
1: oh, keep... I don't know. I don't know if Jim Lee can handle the publishing by himself.
0: Yeah, because he's chief creative officer and co-publisher. Mm-hmm. So they hire a new publisher and strip the co-publisher away from Jim Lee. He goes back <coughs> to being chief creative officer. Sure. Whatever that is. Huh. Well, I think they need a name, right? They need somebody to come in.
1: I mean, I, who, I mean, I, I don't know that I would know a rock star publisher if one hit me in the face. So who knows?
0: I mean, I would, I would think it'd have to be a name of someone who is a is rooted in comics, dumb somehow.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But maybe not. Maybe you go into maybe you go. Into the publishing ranks, and you find someone that way. Ah, uh, I think they've got to be rooted in comics somehow. There you go. And have a and have a history of, uh, right. It's got to be. It's got to be a writer. Can't. I don't think it can be an artist. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know enough about com uh, comics publishers history. I mean, I know there's been some like mediocre creators that have been comics publishers that have done a pretty good job, supposedly, in the past. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we'll see. I guess, uh, I guess this is something, and this could be a step in the right direction for DC. If you felt DC wasn't going in the right direction, we'll see. What's your gut tell you, Kyle? just to just to uh, wait to, just to a, wait
1: uh, there are things like reddit posts from a year ago that says warner brothers should fire replace dan to and jim lee with grant morrison dan jurgens and jeff johns so that <laughs> is part of the the biggest thing that the the, the waning public might want yeah
0: <laughs> there you go that'll fix everything everything will be like grant morrison comics oh my goodness <laughs> we're in trouble Oh I can't man! Can't find any other names that people
1: that have bantied about for such a job.
0: I mean, I mean, I hate to see a guy lose a job, but if he wasn't, if he wasn't paying attention, they let things get out of hand. <laughs> then get, get, he's got got to go.
1: There you go. I mean, okay. So, one year's time, are we better or worse than we are now, as far as DC Comics? Uh, T- taking the over or the under <laughs>
0: so okay so I guess how do we measure success because we're at 25 to 30% market share mm-hmm. and whiny trolls on the internet slamming them uh, their movies don't do as well as well we're just talking comics right just
1: talking comics yep let's just talk comics
0: so so th- does that mean an increase in market share or an increase in
1: or are they doing it? Because, like, DC's done nothing really in the past year or two aside from head downhill. Like, if you're looking at the stock ticker, they're going down.
0: Okay. So, and, and what, because of... And you're saying sales-wise, or you're saying quality of comics? Or both? Yes. Both. So, so, you have to... So, then, a year from now, they they have to sell more than they are currently selling and the quality of their comics needs to be higher perceived higher
1: or yeah or just be healthier in general because it just seems like they're losing you know I could care less if they're number one or number two but they're number two with some things that I like very much but they're not really doing much' didn't, not so, enough they're just up kind up. of treading water like oh cool we got a thousand coming up let's just wait and rest on our laurels for you know 1,000 issues kind of thing.
0: OK, I, then I think I think, yes, that the, um, I, I think if all they do is infuse the company with new writers, new writing talent, um, that'll be enough to get some exciting things happening that um, improve, improve DC's lot in life. Uh, that that that's my
1: my take. Yes, it's better. Hmm. Okay, um, I'm gonna say worse. Okay. <laughs> <coughs> Maybe the grass is not always greener, but who knows? I, I'm I'm rooting for him. I mean,
0: big two for a reason, right?
1: Yeah, but you just, want, I mean, I'm, it, I just think of like I started out so high on Nightwing, even with with everything, and it's just ever since. The new fifty-two run of Nightwing—it's just been downhill to the point where I don't really care about my favorite character anymore.
0: Man, I, I think you're missing out because I think it's pretty good. He,
1: yeah, it's different. It's good. It's it's okay. It's I don't think it's great. No. And like, I'm not getting good covers on Nightwings necessarily. I'm not getting the big, uh, awesome Matina covers on my Nightwings and stuff like that. And it's just there needs to be a shakeup. I think.
0: Yeah, they don't. They and this yeah, a, they haven't had good B covers for a while. Yeah. For them for that for that title for sure. Um what did we pick last week, Kyle? We picked I picked Bang. What did you pick? Do you remember what you put picked last week? As the uh, as the as the pick? Uh, I it was, my head. It was God Killers. I yeah. picked Bang. And then and I, I picked...
1: immediately amended the Facebook page book and said no, it's obviously Batman eighty <laughs> nine.
0: So yeah, you you said we were wrong. <coughs> the pick of the week should have been what?
1: Batman 89.
0: And that is because what? The
1: first cameo appearance of Punchline, the Girlfriend of Le Joker.
0: And, okay, this is girl, This is Joker's girlfriend. Mm,
1: different version, yes, other than the ones we've had in the past.
0: And then Erica sent us, what did he send us?
1: So I, I um, Let's see. He's we're, we've just been talking about punchline coming up. So, technically, we saw punchline uh, very in small 89. on the cover of, or yeah, yeah. So on eighty nine in eighty nine, we get her cameo okay. appearance. In next week's, I mean, we're we're jumping the gun on on pick of the week for next week. But you're the villain, Hella risen number three is supposed to be the full first full appearance of punchline okay we're supposed to get the cover appearance of punchline i'm told in batman 92 okay and then we get a whole bunch of other places where punchline's supposed to appear as well including some Nightwing stuff
0: batman 94 joker 80th anniversary batman secret files 3 nightwing 72 nightwing 73 nightwing 74 there's a reason to read Nightwing again, Kyle.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, so like the biggest thing right now is is oddly enough in DC and oddly enough in in you know, this Batman 89, which I went to uh I went up the road to our local. I had a buddy of mine go on Wednesday, the second they opened the shop to pick me up a cover A and cover B. And guess how that went, Drew? Uh,
0: I'm guessing the, the the diamond didn't ship them.
1: Yes, yeah, something or... happened, and there were none available on the shelf.
0: What a surprise! a
1: single one, even though generally there's you know 20 extra copies.
0: That's amazing. It's amazing, like yeah. how that happens every single time.
1: Yeah, and of course, but you know, in their defense, they 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 got no real he- heads up on this being a major thing until the last second. So most places were not able to increase their order or do anything with it.
0: Oh well, missed out.
1: Yeah. Um but congrats if you got it. They've been flying on the secondary market. Um I mean, was know, it Hello well, will be crazy.
0: I thought I saw someone get like 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 over $500 for one. Is that possible? Oh, that I don't.
1: That I don't know. I saw them going for thirty right off the bat, and then I stopped looking because I didn't have any. So I, I got
0: mad. Yeah, I no longer care once I don't. If I don't have any, I'm like, eh, who yeah. cares? Screw you guys.
1: <laughs> yeah. Enjoy.
0: All right, let's. Uh, speaking of um, missed opportunities, let's see how we did on the um, on the Comic Con rankings for January. We were a little low. Um but we we did get one thing right. I think Kyle, you said the top two. Did you say top two or top three were over a hundred
1: thousand? Yeah, I said I think I said top three and you said top two.
0: Okay, I said top two. All right. So I won that one, yay. But we yep. also we lowballed Wonder Woman. I think we said one twenty
1: five. I didn't think it'd be over one fifty.
0: Yeah, and um I think we said like one thirty, one forty. Mm. Came in at one sixty seven for Wonder Woman seven fifty. So That's and it's a nine ninety nine book, so good for that one. Thor number one, surprisingly, I thought did one fifty eight, eight seventy two. That's that's a big number um, for like the fourth number one. Chasing
1: chasing a lot of covers on that one, I think
0: must be. Um, First Star Wars did almost a hundred thousand, not not quite the million that are the first relaunch. Uh, did so, like one percent of that first one, or is that ten? Yeah. Is that ten percent? That's ten percent. Um, so yeah, Star Wars didn't quite crack a hundred thousand, no surprise. Um, X Men four and five sold very well, ninety three thousand and eighty thousand.
1: Yeah, right where we thought they would.
0: Yep, and then Guardians uh, relaunch uh, sixty six thousand. That's kind of a disappointment, I'm guessing. Um, Batman eighty six at sixty one thousand. I'm guessing there's a B cover somewhere down down the line. Um, um, amazing thirty eight and thirty seven and fifty seven thousand a piece. And running out the top ten was Star with fifty six thousand. <coughs> so uh, drops off pretty precipitously there. Yes, as it goes does. down. Um, and I don't know if there's. i looking. I don't see another Batman yet. So was there only one cover for Batman?
1: No, there's no way. And the little game I like to pick, play is: how far down do we have to go before we hit a non-big two? And the answer is forty. Who is like forty?
0: Who's forty? Spawn. Spawn's now the 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 highest ranking non-big two comic.
1: Yeah, with thirty-four thousand.
0: Wow, it's 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 fallen since its three hundredth issue, hasn't it? Yeah.
1: Yep, back down to earth.
0: People were excited, 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 and now they are not. Dang, that's crazy. To 40 mm-hmm. to get a, a non-Big 2. Oh, man. That
1: is not good. That is not no. good. No. No. And then we got... A, a, a comic has to be at least $1 to be on this list, right? Yes. Okay, because I couldn't remember, because the dollar comics where I couldn't remember if
0: yeah so 99 cent won't
1: get you on there that's right quarter comics we always wanted to know the numbers on those and we weren't allowed to gotcha
0: well but that's I mean that's the last time we had a rule a ruling from (laughs) Diamond that's what it was but they changed their mind all the time Mm -hmm. they do what they want when they want to do it what else is popping up off on this that looks looks interesting
1: A lot of no numbers. I mean, man. Like, you're looking at these, like, Web of Venoms. Like, they're launching at rank 47. They're launching at 30,000. I mean, they're dead before they hit. Yeah. These weird one-offs. Yeah, it's so weird.
0: Yeah, Everything from Aftershock is below 3,000 or 2,000. Man, shop blisters will be liquidated as 1,100 copies. Come on. You are obsolete. 1,600. These are good comics. Yeah,
1: and all these, the ends are just blah. But like, it ranks 76. Star Wars, Rise of Kylo Ren. Number two. Big comic. Big spec comic. A lot of heat on this book. Only 23,000. So, some wicked wicked low numbers there.
0: Yeah. So that's why this, the... Values are st- staying up. There's not too many of them out there. Boom! Booms! Booms! Healthy. They've got some healthy titles. Something is killing children. Fourteen thousand. Once in future. Thirteen thousand. Folklores almost ten thousand on its third issue. Uh, Red Mother, second issue, at almost 9,000. Um, so, Boom's got some healthy titles. I, w- I would have thought that Aftershock would be able to uh, compete in that realm, but Boom's really just dominating. Aftershock's just too... They just can't... They don't have the market share.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't think they're going to get it, because they've got a lot of quality quality comics out and in only a couple of issues removed from their first issue and they're it, it's a pittance not selling at all like you need to do something
1: but I mean we're traditionally down quite a bit in yeah January, February so I mean but,
0: yeah January February sucks yeah. so yeah you're right Dark Horse numbers are just terrible. They got a lot of titles, <laughs> yeah. but their t- but their numbers are just awful. And there's some good stuff in here. Everything, Steeple, Ruby Falls, um, Triage, Kill Whitey Donovan, Donovan, Crone. I mean, there's some good stuff in here that I, at least stuff that I read. Mm-hmm. But of course, the, the things I read and like are the the lower selling ones. It seems like it's a bummer. <laughs>
1: it's just a we get bummer. into that a lot.
0: I don't know if um, DC abandoning the uh, the B cover or the card stock covers um, helped. I think it might have hurt him a little bit. <coughs> I don't see I don't see too many of those covers yeah, anymore. Persai.
1: So um, let's try to look. Detectives selling facsimile edition comics at fourteen thousand. Interesting.
0: That's a. Was that which? Which detective was that?
1: That was the Batgirl one.
0: Okay. That's a pretty good number. That's just like free money, right?
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Oh yeah.
0: Just reprint this old comic. we're dumb enough to say, "Ah, I want that. I got.
1: I got to have that. I need to have such things."
0: Sex Criminals Return of uh, 26, Issue 26 uh, did 7,000 regular cover and uh, 5, 4,500 of their triple X cover. So that's pretty healthy. 14,000, 13,000. The it's Loving just weird men. for
1: me that Marvel's putting out things like Black Widow Prelude so their, their movie tie-in comic, their number one out of the gate 8,819
0: Yeah No, like not even the not even predominantly big two comics retailers are bringing that one in Yeah you know, In any kind of quantity Maybe an issue or two it's interesting numbers, and yeah, there's like Marvel has a ton of books that sell between 30, 40, and 50,000. Yep, you know, so. I think they have more of the middle of the road, middle of the pack type books. And of course then they have the forty cover, pretty variant cover number ones that
1: helps too. But of course.
0: But then they yeah, their benches I think their bench is just a little deeper. And that helps.
1: So, while the numbers look low, that's just traditionally how they are this month. So, yep. we will slog through it and see how much higher it can get. We did get some surprises with Wonder Woman selling more than we thought. Thor thought, yeah. selling more than we thought. And Star Wars not being quite as popular as we thought, necessarily. Yeah, exactly. But I cannot wait till hopefully, in the next couple of months... While we're talking about the card stocks going away, at the very least, Batman's numbers will look better and put them higher in the thing if we get two of the same price.
0: Yes, if they, yeah, if they get back to going doing doing it that way, I have no idea what they're doing. So <laughs> maybe that's part of the problem. It's Um Let's go to the FOC.
1: Alright, of course, the FOC is our final order cutoff. It's our last ability to try to find books that we didn't get on our previews that we want to make sure we get. Some of the knowledge of the, some of the things we have now, about punchline coming out and things. Let's see if that has changed the way we order, if we want to add a few things. Of course, we've got till midday on Monday to add things to our order, take things away, look at some more, add additional things, without having to chase things on the Ebays and pay 30 bucks piece for Batman 89, because your LCS won't put them on the shelf. But I digress. <laughs> we start with a nice curated list we get from Eric. He's pulled eight books to the top. There was all kinds of stuff, apparently, in this one that he's wanting to feature and make sure we know about. Starting with the facsimile edition of Brave and the Bold, number 28 from DC Comics. A nice old Justice League of America book. We also have a highlight of Free Comic Book Day 2020, Generation Zero Gods Among Us. Scott Lobdell writing that one. So, highlighting a... Uh, ability to still jump on the free comic book day get yourself one bandwagon
0: yeah that's we've weird right Knight,
1: yeah we've got nightwing 70 here we've got a nice little uh cover of a uh, joker wearing the nightwing blue suit pretty cool we have captain marvel 16 written by kelly thompson there do you think that's an a Mark cover brooks on the cover there i think that, so that nightwing I believe so. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. I like it. Yeah. Outlawed number one from Marvel. A, a ye, an Eve Hewing written book with a Pepe Larraz cover. Spider-Woman number one. Art germ variant. Very nice looking cover there on Marvel. Yes. We have, of course, Hotel with two L's and then kind of spells hell. One of four from Artist, Writers, and Artisans, Incorporated. John Lee's writing on that with a Karen Andrews cover there. And then we have Artemis and Assassins number one from Aftershock comic. Stephanie Phillips writing in a Phil Hester cover on that that he's featuring. But let's jump into the FOC and see if there's anything else we can drag out. We talked last week about Bang number one a bit. And we have the ability, if you liked it, um, to get number jump two. on bag number two.
0: Yeah. And we have Starship Down, number one. It's a four-issue miniseries. And this is uh, Justin Giampoli with art by Andrea Muti about a Cultural anthropologist that consults with U.S. naval intelligence to investigate the discovery of an extraterrestrial ship buried under the ice for thousands of years in Siberia. Sounds
1: interesting. Sounds boring.
0: <laughs> <laughs> or it sounds boring.
1: There you go. Good old Mike Allred, both writing and doing internal, of, uh, internal art and covers for X Ray Robot number one, a 4 issue series from. Dark Horse. Max is a family man seeking a more interesting life while conducting an experiment at work. The fabric of his reality is torn before his eyes, and a robotic figure appears claiming to be his two hundred and seventy seven year old self. Dun dun dun. So you like your all red stuff, jump on, you got a four issue series here. Very cool that Mike all red is or that all red's doing some cool stuff with Dark Horse.
0: I prefer the Chris Samney B cover, but it is yeah. nice. It is very nice. That looks pretty good.
1: Yeah, I'm more likely to read that book.
0: Yeah. I, I don't blame you. As we slide down into uh, DC, I'm taking a look at that uh, cardstock, Francesca M- Matina, Batman. Mm-hmm. It's um, a penguin. Pretty nice. Pretty nice penguin
1: very nice looking, can make one absolutely Deceased Unkillables number two we got another horror comic cover there on the B cover and we got a Wicked Ventina cover as the cover C there that is a cool looking horror cover we have Reborn to Kill on it instead of the, of course Born to Kill from uh, what is it Full Metal Jacket
0: yeah Full Metal Jacket well, I wouldn't
1: necessarily consider that a horror movie that is just dope
0: Great homage, great homage. Yes. Yeah. Yeah,
1: you can't. Of course, still this get is some... a Tom Taylor book. So, so, it looks like for that deceased unkillables, you're going to need to buy one cover A, one cover B, and one cover C. So I'm sorry, you're going to need to buy all three.
0: <laughs> you just have to.
1: Yeah, I recommend it.
0: I think this is uh, this 100-page giant from Beyond the Unknown is... uh, I think this is a Walmart, maybe? Mm -hmm. I'm just assuming all giants first went to Walmart and came here. But 100 pages for $4.99, that's pretty good.
1: There you go. So while we're talking here about this Nightwing 70... Uh, how many Nightwings does it take for one Joker to strike to get to the real one? Four Nightwings, and that's not even the punchline. Okay. While that seems like a weird solicit, now that we know punchline, ha-ha, yeah. we may want to jump into this Nightwing oh. 70 here. Yes. Yeah.
0: And it's a great cover, so... But did they, I mean, did they really know that this was going to, I mean, do they know that this was going to take <coughs> off? I mean, I don't think so.
1: It's hard to tell. I mean, new new characters tend to do well.
0: Of course, they had they had to have written this solicit a long time ago. Mm-hmm. So they didn't, like, just change it because. Uh, it
1: always probably said punchline.
0: So you're probably right. Uh, maybe, maybe, uh, an, maybe an appearance in there.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm hearing.
0: Interesting. Some more Hill House with plunge. Number two. I wasn't doing any of the. Year of the Villain, Hella Risen stuff, but I guess if there's, <coughs> if there's an issue three, I need to grid it, right? Next yes, week? next
1: week. Yeah. Yep. We will talk about that in our sneak peek.
0: I think that's all I have in DC then.
1: Yeah, but send them down to IDW.
0: Definitely nothing there
1: tmnt continuing with their ongoing i always check the eastman cover just because it makes my, it warms my heart and i'm not allowed to see it so screw you kyle I'm not allowed to have it. <laughs> see what image has for us
0: um we got die 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 is back so hey. robert kirkman chris burnham nathan Fairbane. it's a new story arc um that's that. Was, the first eight issues were fantastic. Um, you know, we got it was a surprise release that we couldn't order, or, or was FOC only or something. So, mm-hmm. um, did you know this was coming out? No. Uh, so are we still FOC only? Uh, we might be. So I'm I'm getting myself one because I really like this. There you go. A lot,
1: a lot. Again, a Rarity, we're doing an eight-issue story arc, so that's crazy. That's a big, thick trade paperback for that first one.
0: Or is it two four-issue trades?
1: I don't know. You told me the first arc was... You know,
0: so we'll... Did I say it was one trade?
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, that's that's very generous. But that's, that's, <laughs> that's Kirkman. He doesn't need the money, so he can do stuff like that. True. We got a Lazarus Risen appearance, so another quarterly edition. Um, eight bucks, but it... It's like two and a half issues, but it's not too bad. Yeah, it's well done, well written.
1: Undiscovered Country with its fifth issue.
0: Yeah, and a Noto Phil Noto B cover. That's nice.
1: Yeah. All right. Let's see what we got from Marvel.
0: I'm sure there's something in here that I'm missing, but I don't know. What's outlawed again? Oh, e-viewing. No, 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 no.
1: <laughs>
0: so yeah, I think that Spider Woman Art Germ this is a pretty good pick. There's yeah. A, what's the J. Scott Campbell variant cost you? Oh, regular price. Yeah. What's it look like? Can we see
1: it? And if you can get the J. Scott Campbell oh. you get the J Scott
0: Campbell. Yeah, that's nice too. It's got
1: him and art germ. You're gonna again. Just why not both?
0: Yeah. Can't go wrong there. think that's all I have for Marvel
1: sorry I'm too busy looking at Spider Woman covers yeah you already talked about outlaw let's head on down to boom
0: well we got to, you skipped all the artist writers
1: oh yeah, that's right yeah, an yeah, yeah,
0: they have they have four four new things coming out for FOC Archangel number eight. Or Archangel eight number one, it's a five issue mini. Hotel, um, or hotel hell, um, as we saw, was it one of Eric's picks? That's of one mm-hmm. of four. We've got red border number one of four, and resistance number one of six. So these are a all C
1: four FAP bundle item. Resistance was? I think so.
0: Yeah, because it was Brzezinski, right? And Diodata? You got it. And then we got Red Border, which was Jason Starr, Tim Bradstreet doing the cover. Uh, Eric has selected Hotel Number 1, which was John Lee's Dalibor Talacek and Karen Andrews on the cover. And the other is Archangels 8, which is Michael Morakai, C.P. Smith, and Snakebite Cortez with Jeff DeCal on cover. Um, so this new Upstart Publishers launch, it, launch in their line, man. Get it on the ground floor. Good stuff. Go. Now as we go down to ba- Boom, we see Alienated on its third printing now for the, the first issue. Mm. Which bodes well, and the second issue is available with an FOC exclusive, um, that you can get as well.
1: Firefly 15 also having the FOC exclusive uh, variant there, a nice little Mm -hmm. mal cover.
0: heartbeat i'm enjoying that of course something is killing children i'm enjoying that a lot uh did you talk about wicked things uh -uh. wicked things has an foc exclusive um it's john allison doing the writing who writes steeple over at where's steeple that's dark horse over at dark horse um and doing a bang up job with that book um so it's it's him and um Max Sarin on this <coughs> uh, but this is I think a giant days spinoff maybe or related to mm-hmm. giant days which I don't read so that's not going to help me
1: <laughs>
0: I mean I guess I need to go back and write now that I like John Allison I need to go back and read some giant days I guess and Then I didn't really have anything else And the smaller publishers uh, jumped out at me. I mean, I'm—I mean, I'll probably check out that Artemis and Assassin. I'll probably sample it. Um, uh, not really anything else hopping off the page at me. Yeah, not
1: anything too crazy. That uh aftershock book, of course, the uh, Artemis and Assassin. That's about it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, let's take a break from <coughs> our FOC then, and slide over to some of the hot books on um, on eBay that's been selling uh, from our good friends, curated by our good friends over at CoverPrice.com. Uh, they say some of the hottest sellers on eBay are uh, number one Venom Twenty Three, a young variant, um, featuring Donnie Cates and Ryan Stegman, sold out, sold sixty seven copies. At an average of twenty bucks a piece, so that's a lot. Sixty-seven. Uh, Legion of Monsters number one. Uh, Jared Leto <coughs> tweeted this book, and yeah, the,
1: tweeted a picture of him reading that book, and it sent you know shockwaves through people. Yeah,
0: so twenty-eight people bought it on eBay for fifteen dollars. Um. Star Wars: The Rise of Kylo Ren number three, a Landini variant, uh, pushed 20 copies at almost $19 a piece. Uh, the Avengers Annual 10, which is the first appearance of Rogue, rumored to be going up against Captain Marvel in the uh, next movie. Yeah. Um, Rogue rumors pushed 44 copies of this book for an average raw price of $60. So. Old school, right? How old is yeah. this? What year is this? Let me look. If I can open... Uh, it doesn't say, but it looks old.
1: 1981.
0: It's as old as I am. Yeah, you can get one there for 10 bucks. Oh, no, it's bid, not buy. Uh, let's see, with giant, de- giant size Defenders, number three. Uh, the first appearance of Korvac. Um, a potential main villain in Captain Marvel number 2 which pushed 11 copies at an average price of $38. We have National Comics Rose and Thorn number 1. Uh there's rumor of a young Rose and Thorn appearing in HBO on HBO to help drive the sales of 19 of these with an average price of about $17.
1: So national comics, but DC published 2012 book.
0: Yeah, I don't. I don't think I've ever seen that one. Yep. Uh, Spider Woman number one. More Marvel movie news with the rumor of a Spider Woman movie from Sony. 35 copies sold this week with an average price of
1: 19.44. Can't think of a character I'd want less than Spider Woman. Probably.
0: Why, really? What's wrong with her?
1: I mean, there's just nothing. I mean. I don't find her that compelling. Give me Silk.
0: <laughs> yeah. I guess if you got her, Spider-Gwen, Silk, you got a lot of female spiders to choose from. A lot of male spiders mm. to choose from, too, though. Um, yeah. yeah. Ms. Marvel number 12. This issue features the first appearance of Red Dagger. We remember Red Dagger, don't we? That was a while ago, wasn't it? Uh, uh, Rumors are Red Dagger ap- w- will appear on a Disney Plus show. So 13 copies sold, about $13 a piece. There you go. Uh, Uncanny X-Men 171 features the first appearance of Magic Soul Sword. Uh, the new mutants trailer shows off this sword. So 13 copies sold for about $15 a piece. And Spider-Man Unlimited number one, which is the first appearance of Shriek, uh, who will be in Venom, uh, the second Venom two. And thirty-five copies sold this week for an average price of about twelve dollars. So excellent, some comics moving, people that are paying attention.
1: I think. But the it, answer is Batman eighty-nine. Yeah,
0: yeah. <coughs> they did not highlight Batman eighty-nine, and maybe. Um, yeah, so if, yeah,
1: that'll be on next week's list.
0: Yeah, that'll be on next week's list. Yeah, exactly. Or they zig when you think that you're gonna zag. There you go. That should take us to the sneak.
1: All right, let's head over to PreviewsWorld.com. Find new releases, find February the 26th, 2020. Find that table view, and let's look and see what we'd love to start. Let's start where we love it. Let's start an image.
0: <laughs> well, I'm happy to see a Sex Criminals 27 and an Ice Cream Man 18 who's see that time. variant
1: by on that sex criminals X variant? Uh,
0: well uh oddcock I believe yeah. is, the, is the name of that person um, so well, I'm, we're not you're sure if we're
1: at a convention if we're at c2e2 sometime we'll just start yelling on the convention floor oddcock I'd love uh, a signature if I could just find your table
0: <laughs> where is oddcock of course at a comic convention you are probably gonna get a lot of
1: Volunteers. yeah. yeah. alright let's head on down to Dark Horse where we talked about Bang uh, and the ability to you know pick up the first one and read it yeah. and FOC the second we also have the second printing coming out of number one as well so able to add that as well we are not being given our uh, cover art on that one so it may be different so you may want to pick that up look at it see if it's anything different uh, maybe something people are heading towards looking for. I know Dark Horse likes to do fun things with second with uh, second printing sometimes.
0: True. Uh, Hidden Society number one is a Raphael Scavone written book with Raphael Albuquerque on art. So the two Raphaels will be working on this book, and uh, this is a like a fantasy book of. Deities, Demons, and Danger where magic wins out over science and dark secrets as as dark secrets lie in wait. Um, It's got a something. It's got a a nice look to the characters on the front cover. Um, I think it's worth a sample for sure. Of
1: course we have Tomorrow number one from Dark Horse. This is a Peter Milligan written book with Jesus Hervas on Art in this shocking new sci-fi horror series, a Russian computer virus has jumped the species barrier and wiped out most of the adult population, leaving the world precariously in the hands of the next generation. I feel like we've done this about 35 times, but I tend to like these books.
0: Yes. And I guess for, for IDW, I'll let you tell me about Jenica number one. That is your account. Yeah.
1: Ah, okay. So, Jenica, of course, being the female fifth turtle, um, we knew her before she was a turtle for a bit, and now we're going to follow her on some solo adventures as simply uh, the new turtle as she kind of tries to gain her footing.
0: We'll see. Wish her all so we've the best. We got a
1: brand new villain, so maybe worth dipping our toes in here because uh, a new villain in the world of. THG and might be something to craft onto.
0: Yeah. Um I'm ready for DC if you are. If you How far else? did you
1: get in dying is easy? Did you do the first and second one? Because I know you really like the first one.
0: I did like the first one and the second one. I haven't read the third one yet. Gotcha. Well it's not okay. out. It's not
1: out. Third I was gonna say third one's being available now. Yes. We have not done the second one yet. So down to DC Comics. We talked about amethyst number one, and not really knowing what or who that really is. But if you old read school Young we Justice, don't. perhaps you might be interested.
0: Yeah. I mean, we remember the old Amethyst, Amethyst uh, comics in Quarterbends, right?
1: Yeah. Batman Curse of the White Knight, Penultimate, 7 of 8. Of course, our boy Sean Murphy writing and doing the art on that. Pretty cool looking book.
0: Yeah, there's the aforementioned um, Amethyst from 1985. Got a new Leviathan mini. Morbindus. See what he comes up with there. Um, so is this year of the villain hell risen going to have a? Is that the one that's going to have a? Um, there we go. Yeah. Punchline in it.
1: So, th- so that is our, what we're told is the first full appearance of punchline in it. So we've got to cover A, we got to cover B, and you're going to want either of them.
0: Either or both. Yep. Just empty empty a the a, shelves. Just you just empty the shelves. Whatever is there, you just take them all. Is that what you is I mean, that what you're saying?
1: I'm not gonna tell you how to be you, but yes.
0: <laughs> if you were at a comic shop and they had a stack of them, how many do you take? Two of each. You just take two of each, okay? Because
1: mm-hmm. we get we're into this age old conversation. We 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 get the cameo in '89, so that's technically the first appearance. Or is the commonality going to graph to towards the first full appearance here in this one. Uh, These 180, are the 181, right? Yep. Exactly.
0: Well, we know what history told us with <coughs> 180 and 181. It was 181 that gets the money. Mm-hmm. So there you go. So it's the hell. You're the villain. Hell arisen number three. That's going to get, get the money, I guess. Yep. So definitely run don't walk to your comic shop to get this
1: or in my case even if you get to your comic book shop the second it opens for some odd reason they'll be on ebay and not on the shelf it's
0: amazing it's amazing
1: yeah. weird that's it a- <laughs> isn't that weird
0: yeah it's,
1: it's business is that what it is down to marvel
0: I mean, look at it. Like like if you owned a comic shop, okay? And you kept track of of stuff and you yes. saw what happened, would you not pull your copies off the shelf and sell them for the to high, the highest bidder?
1: No. I think you have you have kind of a uh, representation to to let people come in and buy comics from the only retailer that can sell comics on that day. You can pull a couple copies. But to wipe the shelf and say sorry, none are available for the general public. When you are a comic shop, you suck.
0: But, but I mean, comic book stores are the ultimate speculators. I mean, th- that's what they do. Correct. They spec. They spec. They buy low, sell high. That's all. But that's, they speculate that's their job. on the
1: fact that they want their general public is their general public going to buy that book? And if you take well, your general, I mean, public I'm not for, saying granted, and anything that's hot they can't get their hold of and will only give them the trash, they're going to leave you.
0: I'm not saying pull it out of their, if they're out of pool box gone, that you take them out of their poles. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying you, you ordered a couple extra for the shelves. Oh, it got hot. I'm, I'm going to capitalize on that. No, uh, Cause I capitalize the on Batman it.
1: T- You're saying I can't, I shouldn't, I can't go in and buy a mainline Batman title at an LCS. Come on, man, you got to have it. Not it. That's what you do. Hey,
0: Hey, I mean, I think they should have copies of every comic that comes out that week, but they don't. Mm-hmm. No, they pick and choose. But the best-selling
1: so, DC title to not be able to walk in and get one. No, yeah. I yeah. don't blame them. I don't blame them. I'd do it too. But they're not telling you. They're just like, oh no, we're we're sold out. No, we're not. You stole them because you're a bad person. <laughs>
0: Now, what I don't think—I mean, I think we've established this already—but to take the B covers and mark them up, that's problematic. Correct. I, I, I did feel like that was problematic, but I do see that occasionally, if something blows up, and you know it, well, well, you're a speculator too. You own a shop. There's not a—I mean, all spec, all comic shop owners are
1: speculators awesome so you keep doing that so guess what happens when a book gets hot do i even bother coming to your shop anymore knowing that you're gonna screw it over and pull them for yourself wait
0: you you just gotta beat them you just gotta get there first
1: i again literally wednesday opening day the second the shop opened on release day i mean there are zero copies you can't beat them
0: i mean when walking dead blew up we went yeah. to our comic shop and they just had them a regular price in their bins. They yeah. didn't, they weren't paying attention so we could just buy them all. Correct. So we won that round. We could just go and get the, um, young Avengers presents that had first Kate bishops because they were just sitting mm-hmm. there because they weren't, they, they, they hadn't, they hadn't caught on to that yet. Yes. That's part of the game, right?
1: Yeah. That was a different guy. I liked him liked everything he did.
0: <laughs> it's, it's part of the game, man. I spend,
1: I spend two and a half hours uh, like a hundred yards away from the comic book shop every Monday. And I don't even bother going in sometime. And I love digging through comics. I love it. But just knowing that there are no deals to be had in that store anymore just because of the way he runs his business. Then he'll scalp things and mark everything up. I don't care about his comic shop anymore. And this is just another reason why. So there's no reason to even go in, knowing that he's going to scalp anything that even even thinks about spiking.
0: Okay, I gotcha. Makes sense.
1: I understand your point.
0: Anything else in in Marvel?
1: Have we even touched Marvel I've, yet? I've started. I've started reading a bunch of. I've started going back and reading Star Wars, Darth Vader, and some of the other Star Wars stuff. From a year or two ago. Because I'm in such a friggin' Star Wars pit at the moment. It's insane.
0: And? Are you rereading I mean, or just they're now they're catching really up? Good.
1: I really I, good. Like, I started the, uh, the Volume 2 Darth Vader series, which is the Darth Vader series that happens right after Sith. So it's essentially like Anakin, you know, gets shredded by, by Obi-Wan on Mustafar. He's left for fiery death the Emperor puts him in his new suit he wakes up he is now Vader and boom that's exactly where this book picks up so it's like how Vader gets his lightsaber how he becomes the Sith Lord how what he originally does how he fits into the back end of Order 66 um, I started the first few of those but fell off of it and now I'm you know what volume is this? I think it's volume 2 who's the, the is who it
0: Kieran Gillen or is it somebody or Greg Pak? uh That's all right.
1: Anyways, they're very good, and I've really been enjoying it.
0: Did you read any of that Kylo Ren thing?
1: Uh. -uh. I'm gonna wait till those all come out and then just read all four at once.
0: Yeah, collected makes sense. Yeah.
1: let's see
0: here Um, I, I've just I've been bouncing I'm all the way down the boom do you have anything
1: no not really like I said I was just I was just looking at those Star Wars there in Marvel for a second
0: then uh, you know folk like the, the Folklords into another printing for three got an FOC on
1: four such a good book I love that book
0: once in future number one's on it's eighth printing that's amazing. There's
1: got to be a point where we've got to say final printing. I think on that because we've would, seen yeah. that cover before. I think we're doing slight variance in what's reflected in the blade now.
0: Well, I mean, I mean, if you were Boom and you could, they want somebody wanted another thousand or two thousand of this comic. You you <laughs> give it to them, right?
1: Oh, I, I completely agree, uh, one thousand percent.
0: But from yeah, from a spec standpoint, I think yeah. it's time to jump off that train, right? Conspiracy Area Fifty One, Number One, by Hans Rodionov and Adam F. Goldberg, uh, with a cover by Leonardo Calapietra. Is that Adam F. Goldberg that did the the Goldberg's television show? Do
1: you think? I don't believe so.
0: Uh, it's a Zenoscope, so. It's a $5 Xenoscope, so your mileage
1: has been very on that. Yes, it is. That Adam F. Goldberg is the. Uh, yeah. You are correct. That's crazy.
0: Oh, we got. We uh, talked. Go ahead. Are you talking finger guns?
1: Yep. We talked about that during uh, FOC a few weeks ago. Yeah. It looks really good. Like Neat looking book. Vault Comics.
0: Yeah, it looks really
1: good. I'm excited about that one. I'm um, looking forward to it. Yeah, with three covers and a really nice uh, Jen Hickman uh, C cover. Kids. I've been ordering these like crazy, but I haven't read anything yet. What is it? Kids with a Z. I've been ordering the full line of that.
0: Like all four cop covers?
1: No, no, sorry, like, I think it was uh, whatever the miniseries was, I've been ordering it. Interesting. So it's a post-apocalyptic zombie, oh no, it's just the children in a left book, like I talked about, there's two Oh yeah, left. yeah,
0: yeah, that's right. Yeah.
1: So, um, I haven't read the first one, but I'm looking forward to it, and like I said, I've still been ordering these just because I think it looks good.
0: That's kind of all I see down the bottom half.
1: All right, Drew. This is the point of the podcast where I ask you for your pick of the week. What's the one thing to make sure you pick up? you got to have. It's going to be the next Batman 89 that we don't miss.
0: I'm going to let you go first since you called all it right. early. So Mine's I'll let you take
1: the first. Thank you, sir. Mine's of course, the year of the villain. hell arisen. number three. Um, your first full appearance of Punchline. Um, cover A is the nice cover. I like it. Um, pick it up. If you ended up with a Batman eighty nine, put the two of them together, and put a nice fifty bucks on it. At least, at least, yeah. I don't know what the market's going to be. Yeah. yeah, actually, I probably the Batman eighty nine might be the fifty in and of itself by then. Yeah, never know. <coughs>
0: um, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you Finger Guns number one from Vault Comics. Uh, Thank you, sir. So it is not a. Uh, it is not a slam dunk. Guaranteed, like uh, Kyle's is, but it's a nice uh, spec book. Uh, I think it could be fun and could be the a nice IP for Vault.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, Batman eighty nine. They're asking fifty for them right now by themselves. So <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, crazy.
1: But as far as completed items. Now I'm really curious what those are going for. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, they're going big. In there, here I see the... There's an error comic. Someone got an error version of 89 yeah. that got the 300 bucks for that you were talking about.
0: Yeah, okay, that's it. The one that's at the error variant. Oh, yeah. Right. And then, yeah, they,
1: I see 35 yeah, so dang.
0: It's crazy. It's crazy. Yep, keep your stuff. keep your eyes peeled. You can still make a lot of money. <clears throat>
1: there you go. So, if you uh, have found anything else in this week that you think's a big pick of the week, let us know. Send us uh, something on the Facebooks, the Instagrams, Twitters, through Gmail, or any of that stuff. Um, tell us if you picked up an eighty-nine. If you were lucky enough to find one in your LCS. Uh, let us know. If you think Hell Arisen will be the bigger book or not, let us know what's going on. Um, if you got a place to do an FOC, um, you may want to pop that uh, 70th issue of uh, Nightwing to see if there's some punchline in that. And we're just going to look forward to all kinds of punchlining here coming up soon. So, feel free to write in and be part of the podcast. We'd love to hear from you. So, for Drew and for myself, see ya.